joining us today on episode 27 of geezers of gear today's podcast is brought to you by elation professional the wheels of innovation seem to be in high gear at elation and infocom is no exception where the 50,000 lumen proteus maximus led profile is showing for the first time in the u.s as is the new smarty max which is a nice high output hybrid moving head with a 4,000 hour platinum lamp. Also showing here at Infocom are three new LED moving heads in Elation's Fuse series, as well as three new luminaires in the Paladin series of blinder, strobe, wash lights, those last three with IP65 protection. You can check them all out at the Elation booth at Infocom or at www.elationlighting.com. So, hey, this one here is episode number 27, I think, right? Jesus, we're piling through them. Geezers of Gear, episode number 27. So today, this is actually a little surprise one because we just kind of tripped over these guys talking about uh, their product, and I was very intrigued and wanted to bring them in, and they had a few minutes to come and share with us, thankfully. So uh, Mr. David Sullivan is a guy who's been a friend of mine for a very, very long time, longer than I even really want to mention, but I think <laughs> since uh, the early 90s, right? Yeah, 91? Yeah, yeah, very early 90s. So um, David and I both worked together with Martin in the very early days at Trackman, and David is now with Pioneer DJ. And so when I ran into David earlier today, I didn't really know what was going on in Pioneer Pro and Pioneer DJ, and he gave me sort of the 30-second elevator pitch, and I went, whoa, 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 wait a second. What is this? And so he introduced me to another gentleman named Cohen, and um, they told me a little bit about their product, which is called Show... Show Control with, show a, control. with, a, K. with a K. Show Control with, with a, a K. K. And um, so I'm going to... I'm gonna First of all, hi, Dave. Hey, Marcel. <laughs> you talk hey, Marcel. Yeah, babe. there we go. You know, it's funny because the audio guys are the ones who are getting tripped up on this, and the, the lighting guys are no problem. They're eating the microphone. The microphone right. But audio guys are like, hey, how you doing? We, we think our voices project further than they do. Yeah, I guess so. So, you know, the other thing is this. What, what's the thing where you can direct sound around? So, so we're, we're showing several things. Obviously, we're showing the Pioneer Pro Audio speakers and, and the interaction with the DJ products that we we manufacture under DJ uh, Pioneer DJ, um, we have a partnership with Dolby uh, Atmos. So you're familiar with Dolby Atmos, probably in your home. Oh, Thomas Dolby, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and he hasn't even been drinking. Right, right. No. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, d- <laughs> she blinded me with science. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> more along the lines of uh, like Dolby Atmos in your home. Got it. It's, it's kind of where it came from, uh, the, the ability to have sound move around the room, uh, you know, in a, in a dimensional space. So now we've taken that and put it in a nightclub world, if you will. So it's a very, in, it allows DJs to interactively 
play within a space and move sound around in the in the space. So, but different parts of the sound. So, like he was saying, you could take like a symbol, for example, and and make the symbol move around the room, or just the vocals okay. move around the room. So, or so it's basically like quadraphonic 2019, right? <laughs> basically, yeah, 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 no, 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 yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. when you know you're really old when you start mentioning quadraphonic, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I think the no, last. Go ahead. No, no, but what I was going to say, that <laughs> the funny thing about that is that these people have been trying, you know, everyone's been trying to do this for years in that type of space. And, and there's a lot of products coming out with that. Dolby happens to be a company that's done it very well, obviously, for, for probably the longest period of time. Um, and now they've taken it to the, the ability to do it through the DJ and give the DJ. A, the way I explained it, I'm an old guitar player, right? The way I explained it is for years, DJs could only play chords. And with the Dolby experience, it now lets them bend strings and slide and, and actually play individual notes and play solos where they could only do a certain performance a certain way. And now they're able to be very interactive in their performance. So a number of years ago, I went to um, a consumer electronics show and they had a Dolby demonstration with, uh, with a Crystal Method video and they moved the sound around in the room sort of similar to what you were talking about. Right. So that's, this is the technology that we're talking about. Correct, it. it's moved, it's moved. It, it, basically that was one of the inspirations is, is, that, is that video and that, that idea and then they were like, wow, why can't we do this in a real space with actual, you know, a, 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 a nightclub space or a, a, a festival space. So are you in fact, I mean, you know, obviously Quadraphonic was recorded in a special way, so are the the recordings themselves? Uh, is the codec uh, recorded that 100%. way? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, so so I mean, it, again, I'm not the Dolby guys to to give you the all the the particulars on it, but basically, it, you you have stems now with Pro Tools and 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 DAWs, right? Digital okay. workstations. And what it allows you to do is take those individual stems or tracks. We used to call them tracks, I think, you know, in the recording world. But you take the individual stems of the, the music and you're able to break it out. And, and by breaking out, like you could break out the cymbals, you could break out the cowbell, you can break out the vocals. And, and, and by breaking out those, you're able to, to manipulate them in a way you never were able to. Now you're able to, where it used to be a plane of, of Y and Z, now we have, you know, uh, or X and Y, now we have Z playing, you know, where you can get height, you can get distance, you can do all kinds of different things with so, it. So, I mean, I guess with that technology, the sound sort of becomes like a light show because you can do some really mind-bending stuff with that when you really think about 100%, it, hundred percent, A hundred percent. You know? Yeah. No, Which, it's, it's really cool. And I mean, obviously, EDM music is a very dynamic uh type of music anyway so you know a lot of big highs and crescendos basically and and lows and you know bass drops and all the different things that are happening and so it's a really cool type of music to do that with like rock and roll you know moving cymbals around the room would be stupid right um but in electronic music it really works well you know it works very yeah i mean it's a very interactive experience and what's interesting now so now we take that and then we, you know, to, to, to bring in, how do we bring in the lighting and video? And it actually lends itself right, you know, to, so to, to this guy. I, here, I so. dare you to pronounce his last name, Cohen's <laughs> last name. Come on. Come on. Come on, Dave. I dare you. Dave. Come the on, F Dave. The FCC is not coming after us here. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Cohen's last name is Pussy Lair. <laughs> Cone. 
Hi. How do you say your last name? Uh, in Belgium, they say the Puzzler, but uh, the first time I checked in the hotel in the U.S., they called me Mr. De Pussy Layer. <laughs> Mr. Right. De Pussy Layer. It seems, <laughs> sounds like a James Bond villain. I, yeah, I, I love know. this guy. I know. It's crazy. It's I crazy. love this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Cohen De Pussy Layer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, awesome. you know, the way that Dave uh, explained it to me is your relationship with Pioneer started out in a fairly gray area where you were a bit of a, a hacker. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I does, so I own the company 50% with my business partner, David. And uh, David is the guy who did, does most of the development of the software. And he's an absolute genius. He's a, he's a, he's a computer whiz kid. And f early on, he was like, they, they always called the EDM industry a little bit like flash and trash for the shows, which, yeah. which was, I mean, legit comment. And it's because there was a lack of, ways to synchronize your performance to the music it's literally you busk a show and it's yeah and it became like that so david early so, on so one second because i i know we've confused the hell out of people now okay, because sorry. we went from we went from moving sound around to your name which which yeah. got us into a bit of a story <laughs> and so now we're talking about another product which is called show control with a k and so show control in a few words is what Show control in a few words is is primary uh, visualizer of what the DJ is doing. So it's uh, you basically get a computer at front of house where you're or like the sound boot or the light boot where far away from the DJ and you can visually see what's going on in the DJ boot. So for clubs, that is a m like for for club lighting guys, video guys, is a massive help knowing where the drops are. Like there's so much edits and re-edits and other things. Just getting visual information is is is, is massive. Like it's a massive thing. You basically see what the DJ is doing before he's gonna play it, which is uh, like it's so like it shows in the you future. what's coming yeah, up in shows, the track. Yeah, exactly. It shows you what's coming up, and it's like seeing in the future and being able to anticipate. Right. And then the second part of the software, which makes it absolutely genius, I feel, is is you can from that you can automate every single bit of your performance. If you program your lighting to a certain song, you can now synchronize that. If you have a video clip that matches this music, you can synchronize that. If you have a laser show that you want to do on a certain moment, you can synchronize that. And you can automate like a full performance. There's, there's DJs now that 100% rely on this for their performances. And like some acts barely touch their controls anymore. And the software really manages all the other aspects. So, but so the interesting thing is the way that David explained it to me, it's, it's relatively automated. So in other words, like... You know, I remember back in the old Martin days, for example, when we'd program a show in our showroom or at a trade show, we would either use SMPTE or MIDI time code. Yeah. So this isn't actually locked into a time code. It's more like a very advanced version of like a light to sound, well, an automatic light to sound. N not 100%. It is sort of like a SMPTE thing, but it's a very advanced way of doing SMPTE. Uh, there's different, like, we we have different protocols that we can talk. There's something TCNet that Pioneer and we developed together. Um, and that's, like, you. There's, there's a bunch more information to music than just time code. And there's, like, BPM information. There is, um, there's, there's, there's metadata, there's track names. And, and we can now use all these things to automate a show. Um, it's like it's not that you plug in show control and now you have your lighting show, but you get the ability to to create like you ha get the ability to program your lighting show, synchronized to whatever the DJ is doing. Right. So from from one of those pieces of information or from from all of that, right? So what you're talking about is you're extracting off of a single CD, you're extracting. Well, it's off the player. 
Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so off the player when you're playing it, you're extracting Yeah. So the time code, the beats per minute, what what else? I mean, so how many layers deep is that? Uh, but what we are what we're getting, we're getting waveform information, so you see actual visual waveform. We're getting time code, uh, we're getting timing information that we then can manipulate to LTC, MTC, alternate time code. Um, you can do uh, TCNet, which is something that's going to be talked about a lot in the next couple of years. You'll see that coming right. up a lot in a lot of controllers and manufacturers because it eliminates the need for any hardware. It's just network to network. Okay. So sort of like Dante or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's something right? like that, but like it's very advanced for like 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 it's very advanced for uh, for any type of show synchronization. Uh, like we've we used this successfully at EDC, something we should maybe talk about later a little bit. Uh, but it's yeah. But so you still have to program every song, though. Well, you have to. You, you, I mean, if you just use the visual information, you know what the breaks are, and you can just busk your show. But you know what's going up. If you want to synchronize it, you still have to program. You still need all your disciplines to make the video content, to do the, to program the lighting. But you can actually synchronize it to music. So if a DJ starts in the middle of a song, or he skips back a few beats or skips a few beats, and like your show will stay completely synchronized. Right. Like in some of the performances they're doing now are absolutely incredible. Like what I've just been to the Z rehearsals. And what he's doing with it, it's it's absolutely mind blowing. Zed, yeah, yeah. Zed, uh, like yeah, the guys at Excision, guys at Laserface. Uh, there's just so many people now that use it that it's that are like insane. Like, and understand, understand what we're talking about. Our our major DJs that are doing festivals. You know, the festival that he spoke of, EDC. There are 485,000 people over three days. That's yeah. just nuts. You know, That's it, these are these are not like. Your mobile DJ we're no, talking about these no. are these are in and performers like Zed and that type of thing are your Rolling Stones. Your you know th these are like major performers that that play in front of you know two hundred thousand people easily you know right so yeah so I mean so what problem are you solving because obviously if we're at an EDC festival or or an EDM festival whether it's EDC or Ultra or whatever it is. You've got lighting guys who can hit the buttons at the right times and make things happen. Um, are we replacing that guy? I don't think we're replacing that guy. We're just enabling that guy. Okay. Um, it's like it's it's like if you, especially at a festival, like if you're a festival like lighting designer, like half the DJs that will come in, there's music you never heard about. Visually seeing where the breaks are, where peaks are, where hits are. So you can like hit the you cues. can hit the cues that you need to hit even without knowing the music. Right. Like I have guys coming off shows where they're like, where the like starting like using show control and and is starting with new acts where the acts go like, how do you know the music so well? And they just like, yeah, I'm look at it, which is a kind yeah. of a weird comment to make, but yeah. I'm, but they're basically just looking at the music, and 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 basing their show of that. And then, like once you, you start using the automation part, it's 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 like sh like shows that you, like Madonna and Michael Jackson and all these epic things that ever happened, like it was never possible in the EDM world. And now that is the thing that is like I think EDM now just pushed it to the next level. Right. Like where they, like where some of the shows are becoming superior to some of the other so shows. I feel no, so it's incredible. So what's the learning curve on this? So you're starting with show control and you're let's call it a lighting designer. You're relatively, you know, you're getting this information in advance, so yeah. you know where to call the cues. What's a learning curve for an average LD to to really kind of become okay on this and then in advance? On the show on control part? The yeah. show control part, unless you go really advanced, like just the basics and scripting and automating your show, half an hour and you'll be 
Okay, and then and then in terms of being able to read, I, for lack of a better term, being able to read the music in advance and then take those cues. Well, if you if, if you're just reading the music, like it's literally you you buy the software, plug in the computer to the network to the CDJs, and that's that's the thing you need to do to set up, and you start seeing what's going on. So like yeah, but when you when you take somebody from zero, yeah, I mean they've never done this before. They have a Grand May lighting console in front of them, and you got a million lights up in front of you, right? And yeah. his cues and his show is already built. So now here comes the information. Here comes the music. Here comes the information. It, How long is the uptake on on that uh, type of like thing? I'm not I'm not kidding. Half an hour, like literally. Really? Yeah, it's 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 the the software itself, the the management of it. It's the, like you're reading information, you're making a set list, you're offsetting a little bit of time code here and there. Um, and, and like everything else happens automatic in the system. Like it's like if the DJ speeds up and slows down, like the time code will just follow. Like the, like if we if you run LTC or TCNet, like f on the Grand MA you can run from 15% of the original speed up to 200%, and the Grand MA wow. will just follow. Wow. And that's something like n n I don't know any other software that does that. That's incredible. Yeah. That's really really cool. Yeah, and so it's not just lighting. It's lighting. It's video. It's, it's pyro. It's yeah. it's the entire show. So. Tell us a little bit about what you guys just did with the, uh, with the electric, yeah, yeah, electric desi coming on. Yeah. So basically, a couple months ago, um, uh, Insomnia came to us and they, they, they saw the product at Nam, and they, they like the the tech head of technical direction, uh, Forrest, uh, who's a close friend, he he's wanted the demo to see if it was any beneficial to them, and at that point. When he got the demo, he got like really passionate about it, and he's like, "Hey, instead of like syncing a DJ set to a stage, can we sync more than one stage together?" And uh, for us, that was a little bit of a technical challenge, but I mean, we already had sort of the back technology to sync most of it in in the works. So the only thing we really had to develop is build sort of a management system and 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 making sure that we could con like synchronize audio. So what we did for EDC, we synchronized the audio at eight stages that we played from our own system that were triggered by one CDJ from the fireworks so we synchronized the fire the main fireworks shows then uh, and then we did a basic lighting and video programming it wasn't an extreme show because uh, this this year is sort of a proof of concept uh, and it's really to like to see like what the, the technology was capable of but like like we had a flawless show um, synchronizing eight stages together to fireworks having s music playing a millisecond perfection from a pioneer cd from one cdj player. it's probably <laughs> the it's probably the biggest That's incredible it's probably the biggest rakes <laughs> together that the, the cdj ever has controlled and i think it's it might have been and because it's now one of the biggest CD music festivals in the world it's I, it might have been the biggest synchronized show ever i've i don't know wow. anything else i mean the nice thing is you can like this technology now can also be used if you want to do something in a city you have something that's miles apart but you need certain points to be synchronized in certain spots where mm. you do sky tracers and video like empire and stuff like it's it's, it's an affordable solution to do those kind of projects. so i i liken this to like almost like an olympic opening right so it's yeah. it's, a, it's on that level right where you're you're interfacing that much technology all at one time that is really yeah really it's, cool. it's 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 nice because you can like it's 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 it, like you can like you have you can have control smaller units and then just have the software manage the synchronization between all of them like so is it reliant on the CDJ or does it work from any? We, uh, I mean, we could play the sound locally. Uh, we just trust in Pioneer DJ a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's probably the most proven audio player in the world. So um, is, this a, is this a hardware sale or a software sale? 
This is a software sale. Okay. We're, we're planning on bringing out some types of hardware to support it and do some touring racks right. and stuff. At the moment, this is three different types of products in different price scales. So, so it's, it's just software that then that connects on, to yeah. the CDJ. At the moment, it's software that runs on an Apple computer, and it'll, you they put a network cable in if you just want to use beat control, which is a visualizer, and you'll you'll get instant visual information wow. if, if the DJ is using Rekordbox, so which is, to our knowledge, about 90% of the DJs that use Pioneer DJ. So huh. my, my next question would be on redundancy. So do you have the ability to slave two CDJs together that track word for if you have a failure in one your entire show goes down right well no, the, the our system is designed that we have on, on the show control side with the pioneer side i mean djs don't play double songs like the, the dj gear is proven enough that that it's it's a minor issue it happens but it happened like at edc i think they had one failure player and they had 84 players and, and 30 mixers or something like they had one issue with a player once so it's it's like the, the the hardware from Pioneer DJ not that much. For show control, it's pretty easy to make a redundant system and and have that redundant. The thing is, if the network connection loses, it just keeps running. Like if 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 you unplug the cable, our system will just keep running. I mean, of course, you need to figure out a way to get new signal to it f by the next song. But you can also have multiple lines run. You can have like there's many ways you can deal with it. You can have multiple systems run. So is there any use for this product outside of electronic? music well we're now going into rap markets um the theme parks it could be really cool when you want to do something like during the fireworks show and you want to sync all the little areas where you have production oh yeah that's true so yeah. theme parks would be a really cool one um there's somebody i can't really speak much about it but so the, the, there's this thing where they have kids discos all over the world and they want to standardize them and have a killer programming team program a song, two songs a day, and distribute them, and then have the software basically ma like like eliminate a bunch of people instead of like doing it really shitty everywhere, doing right. it really well in all the locations. Right, right, right. So there's yeah stuff like that. I think synchronizing like big um big stadiums, uh, big cities where you do like a city like in like if you do like uh, in Australia when they do the big fireworks and they want to add a lighting element or laser elements right. in different locations like this. It's it's stuff like that. It's 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 really capable so, of. So the w really cool application that I see for this and this is maybe getting a little bit advanced but being able to con control complete drone lighting shows. So now we've seen the you know the the drone shows come up but can you imagine having that all kind of synchronized, uh, synchronized and flying around? Also, that yeah, would I mean, be I mean, if 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 the drone, the controller from the drone show would be able to take it, and you want to scale this up and do it in a bigger location or many locations at the same time, yeah, that's pretty like the like the the the, the, the killer feature of show controls that you can like literally millis up millisecond precision synchronized stuff. Like like our technology runs milliseconds instead of frames. So, mm -hmm. like in the back end for us, we're like at EDC, like in our log files, the worst music got out of line was 0.4 milliseconds, which is impossible to hear. Wow. I hear it. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very That's really interesting. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's really cool. So, where does this go? I mean, like, are, you, are we trying to scale it up or scale it down now into like, uh, you know, because obviously you probably sell a lot more CDJ players into nightclubs and mobile well, DJs and stuff like that than for EDM, where they might only use four or whatever, right? Well, so. I, th I I think as a, I think in general, like if you have a smaller, I think if you have a smaller club, like there's there's ways to like bring like use this le leverage this technology and and play from a certain library and maybe hire people for certain amounts of programming so like and you can also like for programmers is good because they can get more work at different locations um 
and, well, and you know, for me, here's the idea, and I'm going to give it to you for free, yeah. right? But I want a royalty, so I'm just telling you this <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll give you an exclusive as well of what we're doing, which so, I was spoken about. Yeah, so here's the idea, is to create certain code for certain songs, for tracks, and then allow people, users, to create light shows for those tracks and deposit them somewhere. And just like, you know, people get royalties from downloading other things, they can get royalties when people use them. So it's like Fiverr, but for songs that are programmed on lighting. And um, there was another part to this. Oh, and the mapping for lighting systems and stuff happens within this whole process. So in other words, what you would do is as the club owner or mobile DJ or whatever, I would go into this mapping system and put in what lights I have and it will then manipulate that song that Joe Blow in Romania might have programmed. Yeah. And I can use my lighting system on that song with that program. I don't even have to have a light jockey guy there in my club. And I've downloaded these songs and, and these programs and everything else, right? Yeah. Spe- yeah I You're going to say you've already done it. No, we've, we've not done that. We've, we've thought about it. I think if, especially if you would stick with like LED source lights where it's like where it's with genetic lights where you're not like dealing with like advanced like spots and crazy stuff. I think it's a fairly easy thing to do that somebody should definitely right. pick up. Well, See? but there's, um, there's like all the main lighting consoles now have and what do they call it? But where basically fixtures can act like other fixtures. Oh, yeah, they can morph morph and clone. Yeah, Yeah, emulation. Yeah, Yeah, so that already happens within lighting consoles. So if I've programmed an entire show on a Roby light, for example, and then my supplier only has Verilites, I can just say, oh, it's now a Verilite, and it just switches over all of those different uh, uh, functions between those lights, but the show is still programmed. No, so that's 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 true. I think I think there still needs to be done a little bit of work on the on the on the merging side. Well, that would be cool. I'm just yeah. saying. No, I, no, 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 <laughs> absolutely. I think it's a ge- I think it's a genius idea. So, I, so, so here's the stroke of genius right here. All right, go ahead, Dave. You go first. No, then what, I'll what I was going to say, we do have we have a version of this that's that's in the in record box lighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we 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 have a version. Record box lighting allows the you know the mobile DJ, if you will, to buy generic lighting. And 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 it allows them to grab um, pre-programmed like a almost like an effects library, right? Where where they're, the lights will do a certain thing. Like Marcel said earlier, like you know, a glorified version of you know sound to light kind of right. Um, Two thousand nineteen version, right? Yeah. And 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 so there's a version of that. You know, again, it's not. It, it works well enough for a mobile DJ and yeah. that type of thing. Uh, you know, guy yeah, or like a that. small club right, or right, something. Right. But and then this, you know, what what what. With Cohen's team, what they're doing is is br- bridging that gap for us from yeah. from the mobile guy that's doing these little light shows to obviously then we're scaling. You know, yeah. So. so one of the ideas that I came across, you know, some of our our uh, former podcast members, um, we have the Rodney James Dio hologram show. So can you imagine being able to sync these shows up? What you're saying anywhere in the world within milliseconds. But then the DJ is the hologram, so you're broadcasting out to multiple clubs. You know. Tiesto or this one DJ is making an appearance 50 times over the marshmallow dude. Yeah. The mar- Marshmallows everywhere. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing though. It's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I think that that would be a way to have, can you imagine running? Here's a conspiracy marshmallow and dead mouse. Same guy. 
No. Uh, huh? Huh? No. No. no, no, no. no. I know making, them both. No. I'm just making something <laughs> up. All Twins right. separated at birth. That's what it is. It's going to make it out across. Yeah. Tweet that out. One guy's quick. got a big marshmallow on his head, and the other guy has a big mouse head, because i got to explain this to Henry. Well, I, I know who Dead Mouse is anyway. He's on that uh, that educational series on YouTube. I can't think of the name of it. You know? But then he talks about recording music, so there right. you go. Yeah. Right. So, so marshmallow's the same kind of thing, but he's got a big marshmallow on his head. Right. It's very theatrical, I think, you know, but being able to run and license out Electric Daisy Carnival for people that can't go, that don't have the stroke to do that. And you just do that as a, a broadcast event like um, uh, what's the what's the when they do the broadcast events in the movie theaters? Who, who does that? Fantasma or Fandango or uh, Fandango events. But now what you do is you do, you know, smaller shows and the DJ is a hologram. Right? Yeah, they, they, they do similar stuff with uh, with Tomorrowland already in Europe where they, where they the DJ, did this? Well, the DJ is not a hologram, but like it's, they sort of bring the experience to like to other venues around the world for people that can't travel it's and they can't have it. Yeah. Okay, it's high so definition yeah. video and they, and they actually synchronize the lighting shows already. Just remember oh, you heard the cool. hologram here first. Okay? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. think that idea is going So I, I got some no. questions for Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's finish up with you, Cohen. Then, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I still wanted to say is like, we, like you asked me where the technology would go to, like from our ends, and like I think we there's so many more like dance music acts that are now pitching in live elements and stuff. So we're like yeah. trying to work on technologies that we can incorporate some of. Uh, basically, take a Pro Tools session and take the time code and then add all the data to it that you can then manipulate through all the wow. different products. So that's I think that's going to be a big one as well. That's well, awesome. EDM no. is not going away. So I don't I mean, think EDM true. is. I don't think EDM is going away, and I think that the tools that EDM now has would also be really useful for other people in this industry, like yeah. for other sectors. Like, but but will reggaeton ever go away? Please, no. Just <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's been a long day. So anyway, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so what was it, Henry? People, so only people in Miami. Yeah, exactly right. So uh, so Dave, I've been dying to ask. Right? Okay. Pioneer DJ. Yes. The giant speaker boxes from 1980 redone and cut back up, right? And they're giant W bins and they look like the boxes we used to build in the 80s. So what's the story? On what's that? the st I mean, right. it, it's innovative because it's really cool because, you know, kids that are 20, they've never seen this stuff before, right? So No, I mean, what happened was, you know, back in the day um, when Pioneer was a, a whole company as far as with electronics and and on the consumer side and that type of thing. We had a division, a skunk works called TAD, T-A-D. Yeah, technical audio devices. Right. Yeah. And and TAD, we were the upgrade drivers for EAW KF50s. We were, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I jokingly say, you know, we worked with this little guy named George Lucas, wrote this movie, independent film called Star Wars. All the speakers he used in THX were our drivers, mm -hmm. right? So you fast forward, um, things got, other things got popular. You know, plasma TVs, uh, car stereo, DJ, um, karaoke. Things got you know the power, the the pro audio side kind of got pushed away. You know, as as any big corporation, you know the things that that make them money they rise to the on top. The low hanging fruit, <laughs> right? right yeah. Exactly, right. And so, you fast forward to two thousand, roughly around two thousand fourteen. Yeah, they decided because the DJ side has gotten so big, they wanted a nightclub dance system so we approached a gentleman called gary stewart gary stewart's an old school was an old school new york guy you yeah. know along the along the lines of like richard long these guys have built these big giant new york sound systems and you know instead of instead of pioneer making 
you know, small speakers. They decided to go big, and they, they, they got with Gary. And Gary was basically making hot rod systems. He used the old W bins, you know. Yeah. The, he used the Eltec Lansing lens horns, that type of thing. And he created these dance stacks, these hundred thousand dollar, you know, per stack. Is that what you're really yeah. getting for? Yeah. Him? yeah. Holy $100, shit. Hundred thousand dollars a stack. <laughs> so he was building them. The problem is, 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 is unfortunately, Gary passed away in the middle of us developing his product. And Gary was going to develop a whole line of nightclub products with Pioneer under the name of GS and Gary Stewart. And 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 Gary passed away. So what happened is the stack became like almost like a Gibson reissue guitar, right? We we call it the legacy stack because it's Gary Stewart. Uh, we donate the money, any any stacks that are sold, we donate the money back to Gary's uh, widow um, and, and his family. Unfortunately, we don't sell because real estate has become such a, you know, such a commodity. And, and really, most nightclubs these days are about bottle service. It's about... Having the the seats next to the DJ are twenty thousand dollars, right? Right. And and a bottle service type thing. Well, you can't put a you know a twelve foot dance stack on each side of the DJ. That's forty thousand dollars a night. The nightclub may be losing. So, um, so the stack thing is really slowed down for us. It, it's uh, so you know we've gone to alternative speakers out. Okay, so, so. I, j I just want to know now these speaker box plans I've been holding on to since the 1980s that I still have. Are they or are they not worth anything right now? Because <laughs> Probably, good not. Probably not. Probably not, Henry. Okay. It, it, I got all excited there for a second, it, right? If, so. it can't, if it can't be flown, when I, it was funny, when I first came, I, I've been with a lot of different companies, a lot of big, big speaker manufacturers that, that have been fairly popular in this world and pioneered a lot of that, so to speak. And uh, it's kind of funny the fact that when I came on board, I saw the GS Wave and the first thing I said, oh, we can rig this, right? We can hang this. I got this project. We got it. We we can rig it. The boxes are six hundred pounds a piece. Jesus. Yeah. So we're not rigging anything. No, you know? probably not. <laughs> and and uh, so yeah, you know, unfortunately, the, 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 it's it's really about getting the boxes up in the air and, and and you know off the floor and that type of thing. So. So you know, one other question that I had. Obviously, people are still mixing on CDs and things like that. But you know, the the SD cards that are going in right now, and you're playing back from those things. How, comparatively, how popular have those things become in the in the EDM world? Is it a 50-50 mix, or are people just really still right. on 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 CDs? There's there's it's probably 99%. Everyone's using the little the cards cards now, now? The, the the uh the sticks the memory sticks. Okay. Because we have a software. Our our software is called Recordbox. Mm-hmm. And Rekordbox allows you to categorize everything from, you know, I want to hear a house music uh, song with a black female vocal with, you know, a uh, timba, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. whatever. I mean, you can you can scroll down and, and go as far as you want and put whatever notes, you notes want. And, yeah. and genres you want and, and have them quickly labeled. Again, it goes back to that visualization. On, on, on a CDJ, if you've not seen one, and on an a, a upscale product we have called Two or One, which is the bigger version of that with a big screen, um, it allows you to see all your, your, your breakdown of, of what you're doing. Um, it, not only the track names, the BPM, all the information that you would need as a DJ, almost right. like your set list. You, you have a set list. This is a glorified set list in front of you. And, 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 and your ability to almost uh, actually here's a, you know, like the fake books. Remember the fake books? The yeah. jazz players used fake books, right? Yeah. Picture a fake book, but now it's, you know, scrollable in, in milliseconds and being okay. able to so, find, you know. So that gets to the point where we're 
Cohn was saying about, you know, there's so little failure because there is no optical pickup or no laser no, no, picking up we, off of the CD, right? We, we still, in the current generation, we'll say, I don't know if it'll make it to the next generation, but the current generation, we still put a CD drive in just because for whatever reason, there's that nostalgia of people can't let go. The problem is, is most people are not, manu you know, most of the manufacturers of the CDs themselves are no longer in business or, or no longer producing CDs. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things, the optical drives also are becoming harder and harder to find to source, obviously, right? So, um, yeah, I, I'm sure the next generation will be totally different. That's so. interesting. That's really interesting. Well, that, that's what makes me feel so old is that we've seen eight <laughs> tracks, cassettes, albums, CDs, you know, back all to, go back by to the albums. Back, back to, to albums, albums. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable, you know. And back to cassettes now, too, to some degree. Right, right. right and yeah. Not so much. I, I think mean, that's more of a nostalgia thing for, it really us, is, for us to feel nothing. good. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know, with albums, you get the guys who argue and say, you know, for an audio file, it just sounds better on mm -hmm. vinyl. You know, cassette, you can't make an argument. There's just no <laughs> right. argument. Oh, I love tape hiss. You know, I really love that sound. You know, it right. just, yeah, I don't think so. Not so much. So no planned reissue of the Victrola then, right? For, for oh, Pioneer, no, no. right? So. No, no, I don't see any of that uh, resurfacing as far as reissue. All right, uh, just uh, just curious. That's yeah. all. But we are probably the only speaker company that reissued a, you know, 30-year-old dance stack. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. Cool. So really cool, guys. I appreciate you coming in and well, on short notice and, uh, and doing this with us. Um, you know, I was blown away when I saw it, when, when David... Uh, demoed it to me earlier so um you know i i think that obviously this is a lot of the way things are going in the future and uh and yeah so it's really cool to see it so i appreciate you guys coming in thanks guys thanks for having me t-shirts for everybody Cohen, you absolutely win the uh coolest name competition that's true you know you have the coolest name <laughs> you got to get a tattoo to that effect my friend anyway all right, guys. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>